This is a Federal News Network podcast. Leave it to the federal government to create a nice benefit that no one can understand how to obtain. Case in point, the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. It's been around for more than a decade, with a follow-on expanded program approved by Congress last year. Yet too many people find the rules too complicated. For more, we turn to the Director of Education, Workforce, and Income Security Issues at the Government Accountability Office, Melissa Emery Aris. Ms. Aris, good to have you back. Thank you, Tom. First of all, explain this program, and then explain why you found that it's such a difficult thing for the average American to, to go after. So there's um, a program called the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, and this is the the basic program that's been um, around for over 10 years, uh, though folks weren't eligible to apply for it um, until more recently. Um, And we did some work on that original Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program about a year ago and found that 99% of the people applying to it uh, were being denied. Uh, there were a lot of complicated eligibility criteria to, to get that loan forgiveness, um, and uh, a lot of folks were not meeting the eligibility um, standards. So what happened was last year, uh, in the context of high denial rates for this uh, public service loan forgiveness program, uh, the Congress set aside $700 million um, in a pot of funds uh, for first-come, first-served um, folks to apply for. Um, and this additional pot of funds is being referred to as the Temporary Expanded Public Service Loan Forgiveness uh, process, and it allows people who um, met most of the criteria for the original program uh, but were on the wrong student loan repayment plan to get forgiveness. Um, so if you you know didn't have luck with the original public service loan forgiveness program because you were on the wrong repayment plan, you could ex- uh, apply for this uh, temporary expanded uh, process um, and obtain loan forgiveness. So that's how it's supposed to work. However, uh, we just did a study um, of this expanded process and found that 99% of the requests for this expanded forgiveness uh, were also denied. Um, So it it raises issues about borrowers being confused about the eligibility criteria for this uh, expanded program as well. Um, And we found just a lot of uh, concerns with how it's managed. Wow. So this is the program for loan forgiveness or partial loan forgiveness for those that enter public service, like teachers or some federal positions in general? Correct, right. So it's for all types of public service. It um, counts uh, federal, state, local, tribal, uh, as well as nonprofit um, employers. So all types of uh, public service are included. Um, However, um, there are some nonprofits that may not qualify, so it can be a little bit tricky on that front. Um, And I think a lot of folks... um, tend to be confused about whether or not they qualify for these programs based on their employment or based on the types of loans that they have. And there's another requirement that they have to have made a certain number of repayment payments in the first place. Right. So they have to have made 120 qualifying uh, payments during this period. So, you know, just even as we're talking about it, Tom, you can just hear the eligibility criteria stacking up, right? <laughs> like you have to have the right kind of employer. You have to have been doing public service for 10 years. Uh, you have to have um, the right kind of repayment plan. And then um, 
you have to have the, the right number of payments, as we've been talking. So the process is very complex on that front, um, and we've made recommendations to the Department of Education, both in um, our original uh, report on the, the basic public service loan forgiveness program, as well as in this new report on the expanded process, uh, to help the Department of Education really better manage this program and help borrowers understand um, what's required. I mean, one of the things that we found in this recent study was that most of the loan servicers' uh, websites don't even talk about this expanded um, opportunity for loan forgiveness. So eight of the nine loan servicers had nothing on their websites for borrowers to even learn that this expanded loan forgiveness existed. So we think that there's more that can be done to really help borrowers become aware of what's available to them um, and what the requirements are. We're speaking with Melissa Emery Aris. She's Director of Education, Workforce, and Income Security Issues at the GAO. And just a question about how these cases are decided when someone applies is it an automatic, automated system that says yes or no, or does the education department have adjudicators that look at the applications? Uh, the Department of Education has a contractor, um, a designated loan servicer that handles all of the requests for public service loan forgiveness, both in the original program and in the expanded process. Um, and the loan um, servicer goes through the application material um, and, if needed, consults with the Department of Education uh, to process those requests. So is it safe to say the loan servicer was doing what it was supposed to, just the applications were coming in full of confused people? I th- yeah, I think it, it's interesting to look at that issue. Um, in our um, original work on the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, we found that the Department of Education really wasn't providing the guidance that the servicer needed um, to to fully process the applications. Um, so, for example, uh, there was no um, you know manual <laughs> for for processing uh, the the applications and in, from the Department of Education. And instead, there were you know lots of various emails and documents, and everything was scattered. And it was very difficult to know where to go to to get consistent information about how to review applications. Um, and as we talked about with employment with employers. Um, you know, it can be a little bit tricky to figure out with some of the nonprofits uh, whether or not they qualify. There are very particular rules regarding nonprofits, um, and there was no um, like master list of um, qualifying employers. Uh, so as a result, the loan servicer ended up doing just random Internet searches to try to figure out if an employer was nonprofit. So if you have, like, a nursing home, you know, in some cases a nursing home could be a for-profit entity or it could be a nonprofit entity. Um, and without a master list from the Department of Education, um, the loan servicer was just left to doing these like random web searches to figure out if the nursing home was a nonprofit or not. I can imagine the contractor having a big bell in their office, and when one actually got through, they would ring it, hey, one out of 100 <laughs> got through here today, we got one. All right, so what are you recommending education department do? It sounds like pretty much a bad management job from the outset. We have we have quite a few recommendations. We have actually eight recommendations at this point um, for the Department of Education to to implement to really improve the management of the program. Uh, some of the recommendations relate to providing that that guidance to the loan servicer so that it can um, 
you know, have what it needs to, to fully review the applications. Um, we also have other recommendations to help borrowers like learn about what's available to them so that they can obtain the forgiveness that has been promised to them. And they pretty much go along with what you're recommending, I imagine? Right. They've agreed with the recommendations. Um, and with um, the recommendation that we recently uh, made regarding at least putting all the information on all the loan servicers' websites, um, they told us that they would do that within 120 days. So we find that encouraging. Because the loan servicers don't care if it's forgiven. They get paid regardless, right? Right. The The loan forgiveness money isn't coming out of the, the pockets of um, the loan servicer that's handling this. Um, but it's important that that borrowers get the information they need so that they can access that loan forgiveness um, if they've met the requirements for the program. Got it. Melissa Emery Aris is Director of Education, Workforce, and Income Security Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Hey, thanks so much for that one. That was a really interesting uh, case. You're welcome, Tom. I hope people who may be eligible for it apply for it and right. learn what's needed. <laughs> All right. We'll post this interview and a link to the report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Hey, hon. What you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.